I know it's a hot topic. I don't want to talk about it too long because we talked about it in the last hour. The whole hour in the Tasha Carradine show was dedicated to uh, the t- the uh, toll roads into Toronto, yay or nay, resounding nay. There were a couple of there yays. Were some yays. Let's give I the, think there were but a resounding we, amount, a chorus of nays. There were a chorus to of a nays couple of and a few yay. Yeah. Um, Chris Reagan is a supporter. He was on the morning show today. He was today. on the morning show today uh, with Matt and Sapria, and he is uh, chairman of Canada's Eco Fiscal Commission. And he was talking. Uh huh. I know, fancy. And he was talking a little bit about um, road tolls, and uh, this was before Tory made the announcement, yes. but we knew it was coming down. So he's saying, hey, you might not like it right away, but it kind of helps. Here he is. There is this kind of, we don't believe it will work until we see it working phenomenon. And I completely understand that. I think a lot of people think that this is just a tax grab. They, they think there's, there's no alternatives. They think that it won't change anything. But experience shows that it does actually work. They've been tried around the world. They actually reduce traffic congestion. They get people home faster. Uh, they work. I'll believe it when I see it. Because I'm a commuter, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh, if you are going west of the city, uh, you've you, you got your lakeshore, which used to be a bit of a, it's a headache. Uh, it was okay getting into the city, but it's a headache going home, I can tell you. It's not any faster than taking the gardener. So you take the gardener and the lakeshore out, and people that are going to have to pay the toll will ram up the gardener and the Queensway. So if you spend a lot of money to get into the housing market around the Queensway, get ready. You are now going to be on a major, major artery in the city uh, once these, uh, if they get the approval from the province and the city council, uh, toll roads come in. Chris Reagan, once again, on the cost of traffic congestion today. The economic cost that we are paying today for traffic congestion is is significant. And it's not just the economic cost. It's it's the it's the anxiety cost. You get to work and you're unhappy. You're less productive. You get back home late. There are health costs. What happens when you get to work? You're not happy and you're even more poor. That's what I want to ask after you know another a thousand dollars a year. And you know you just keep every time I turn around. The, you know there's a story about how we keep paying more and more and more. Mm-hmm. This week we heard about anybody with their kids in extracurricular curricular sports. It's like the average person pays like fifteen hundred bucks a year. Mm-hmm. They're going into debt. Gosh, they can't afford it. Like Hydro bills. Our entire economy is based on uh, on the illusion that is provided by consumer debt. Cap and trade. Your gas mm-hmm. is going up 4.5 cents in the new year. Uh, will it ever end? Let's talk about let's talk about money here. The um, Bank of Canada has released a short list for the five women ahead of the announcement of, on December 8th on who will be the first uh, woman besides the Queen on our banknote. They are Viola Desmond. She was a black businesswoman turned civil rights activist who in 1946 was ejected from a Nova Scotia cinema and jailed for refusing to sit in the theater's white uh, section only. Whites only section. I think refusing to not sit yeah. in there. Uh, that's a typo there. Uh, e. Pauline Johnson, a poet and a performer of the late 19th century, who was the daughter of a Mohawk chief and an English woman. Elsie McGill, who's the first Canadian to receive a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering and a master's degree in aeronautical engineering. Fanny uh, my vote's for Fanny, because what a great name. <laughs> Fanny Bobby Rosenfeld, a track and field athlete who won um, 
gold and silver medals in the 1929 Amsterdam Olympics and went on to write sports columns for the Globe, Globe and Mail for 20 years. And Idola St. Jean, a feminist and pioneer in the fight for suffrage in Quebec. Now, that is an important one. I'm going to give her that. Mm-hmm. But I think I like the idea of saying, hey, you got a fanny? Yeah. <laughs> right? You reach in your back pocket. That's I got awesome. a fanny. Yeah. Pull out the bill with the fanny on it. I mean, that's, uh, that's no brainer to me. Down. There you go. So that's the final five. Go, fanny, go, is what I say. Um, what else is happening in the city? I want to talk about, oh, man, Santa News. Santa and news. it's not pretty. Hot okay. Santa news. Yesterday we told you about the, I'm laughing only because it's slightly ridiculous. So last year, there was this big deal about Yorkdale Shopping Center because you could go and take a picture with their Santa Claus, and he was the hot Santa, hashtag fashion Santa. And he would take selfies with people, and you'd see him all dressed up. You'd be, like, in a cool, like, red motorcycle jacket. Mm-hmm. And he was this good-looking, I'd say mid-50s, mid-to-late-50s gentleman with a white beard and the, the prerequisite, the right white beard and the, uh, the white hair. But he was slim. He, he was, was slim. He's, uh, uh, let, let, let's put this, he's, he's an attractive man. A little bit easy on the eyes, mm-hmm. some might say. Anyhow, uh, Yorkdale dropped him this year. We talked about that. His name is, uh, I believe it's Paul Mason. That's Paul Mason. They have dumped him in favor of a much younger, yet still white-bearded mm. uh, model named Adam Martin, who is going to be the new fashion Santa. Now, not so quick. Yay, 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 yay. <laughs> Somebody has copyrighted fashion santa and that would be paul martin he's saying paul now mason. paul mason sorry <laughs> not he's... the former prime minister <laughs> or the former that new be jersey fun, devil though? wouldn't that be fun branching out in a different direction <laughs> anyhow uh he imagine says imagine paul martin was fashion santa imagine this whole time anyhow uh he basically said he has both parties are claiming ownership and copyright of the fashion santa moniker trouble now mason says this was a pitch because he's a businessman. Mm-hmm. He went out to half a dozen retailers. Yorkdale was the one that was most responsive than others. So in 2015, he worked 88 hours at Yorkdale, took about uh, 600 photos and selfies with fans. And now they're moving on to a new one. So I believe he is asking that they stop mm-hmm. using fashion well, Santa. What's happened here is when uh, Global News went to talk to Yorkdale about this, yeah. they uh, y- Yorkdale said, oh, we've been trying to get a hold of Fashion Santa or Paul Mason, and we haven't been able to get a hold of him. So he says to that, I'm a professional. I return my calls. If mm. you were trying to get a hold of me, you would have. So. So um, I don't know what he's going to do now. I don't know if there's a lawsuit pending. I have reached out to him to find out what uh, the plan is. But I, I, is there going to be a lawsuit, or is he just going to take his Fashion Santa show off to another mall? Well, the interesting thing is it says this, that Mason can't do mall appearances with his character. Ooh. He's still been doing events around the city uh, during the month of December. You saw him at one. I saw him at one. It was a uh, charity fashion show for sick kids. But he can't reveal exactly where he'll be, but he's got big plans, and everyone mm. must stay informed via his social media channels which are not available right now. Oh, well, I can't get in. It's like, it's like Paul Mason fashion or something like that. All right. Anyhow, there you go. I wish I had that queued up. So. Oh, that's okay. Anyhow, uh, let's move along to another story that Paul Mason my Model. Eye. At yeah. Paul Mason Model is his Twitter account. Or his Instagram I can almost guarantee account. you no one's following that. Uh, Paul, we love you. Call us. 20,000 people are following Paul Mason on Instagram. Just so you know. Okay, thank you. I I'm not wasn't <laughs> doubting that he didn't have followers. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying right now people are in their cars going, yeah, I'm not going to be. Uh, Tokyo got snow. 
First time in November for 54 years. Wow. Yeah, it, the photographs are absolutely, they're so cool. So um, they got more than, uh, th- this is the first time they've had snowfall in uh, 50 years. And uh, it was the first time it was observed in November since records were taken in 1875. How about how about this uh, elementary school in Toronto facing a possible norovirus outbreak? That is Selwyn Elementary School um, is part of the Toronto District School Board, and they say, you know, they've, they have 45 of their 246 students. That's a lot. Are out experiencing similar symptoms to norovirus like nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, cramps, fatigue, muscle aches, and, and fever. It, this is why I don't take cruises, Chris. <laughs> you know what I lo- love about this story is all the TV news coverage of it seems to have been done from a helicopter. It's like they couldn't get a reporter to go down to the schools. So it's highly contagious. Fire up, fire up the chopper. We're, we're, we're going to do this report from the air. But neurovirus is the Norwalk, and I don't know how many times I have seen, I've thought, oh, maybe I should go into cruising. People like cruising, mm-hmm. and maybe I should every once in a while get it. Maybe I should try and see the world from a big honking um, hotel that floats. Uh, and then I changed my mind when you find out something like they, that they have had an outbreak of Norwalk on the ship. It's just I've had nasty. Norwalk. No, you haven't. I have had Norwalk. Oh, how horrible is it? It is fun and fabulous. Let me tell you, it's a whole new level of uh, dignity. Your- or lack thereof. <laughs> uh, this is an interesting story. Peel Police Board Chair is accused of an uncomfortable hug. Is there such a thing as an uncomfortable hug? I would say it's more of an awkward hug. Uh, the Peel Police Board Chair said he has uh, communicated his sincerest regrets, doesn't recall making the female employee uncomfortable with a hug that lasted at an event last month. The event was called Race Against Racism, happened October 27th. And uh, during the event, my wife and I greeted many people who approached us, both men and women, sometimes mm-hmm. greeting with a handshake. Sometimes it was a friendly embrace, which is quite common in our culture. What I will say to this is uh, the holiday season is coming up. That's why I'm talking about this. Uh, confirm or deny. Jackie mm-hmm. is near her microphone. Jackie, Young Jackie, it's awkward when a male coworker hugs you, correct? I just don't like hugs in general. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, it's kind of awkward. So I think, especially when it's a boss, yeah. I don't think, I think if you're in a power position, you can never hug anyone. I know that sounds odd, mm-hmm. but uh, it, uh, hugs can get awkward. They're way too intimate. I don't, you know, Chris, I was talking about this on the mm-hmm. phone with you and I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe I'd hug you at a Christmas party. And then mm-hmm. I thought, eh, I feel like he even saying yeah, it, no. right? Uh, like what, we're what, probably not going to hug and that's, it's just too intimate. When I was young and I worked in retail, we tend, I think we hugged a lot. We also danced a lot. And aside from the dancing that's going on in the newsroom, yeah. uh, there's not a lot of embracing going on in these studios at all. And, you know, that's probably a good thing because it does feel like, and when people say, well, I don't, I didn't know it was an uncomfortable hug. Well, people don't go, ooh, after you hug them. <laughs> say, but they, you know, <sighs> it's just, a, it's a little bit, so maybe keep it in mind if you're going to a Christmas party, it is, uh, it can get awkward. But um, Christmas parties are the time to get awkward. Mm, I would argue that Christmas parties, you should pretend you're still working. People oh. tend to drop their guard and go, well, I'm not working. Yes. If you're with <laughs> colleagues that you work with, you are always working. What happens at the Christmas it, party stays at the Christmas party.